Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. I hope you're having a good week so far. I'd like to welcome you to this episode of English with Kirsty, and today we're going to be continuing on with our series on better English in 2018. And it might seem strange that we're still talking about New Year's resolutions in in March. It's the first of March as I'm recording this, but this is the point. It's not just something for January. It's about making sure that you have the tools to improve your English all the way through. Um, certainly for the next couple of months anyway, because there are 10 parts to this series. Um, but each week we're doing something else in between. So if you're not following this series, then I will be back next week with something else. But if you do want to um, listen to this episode in the um, 2018 series about improving your English, um, then I'm going to talk to you today about how other people can actually help you with language learning. And if you want to see any of the resources I talk about today, you can go to englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 126, because this is episode 126. And you can also use the contact form on there to talk to me about anything that you would think we can add to this list or anything you'd like to see in other podcast episodes, or generally what you think of the podcast um, and how other people have helped you with your English, because that would that would be interesting as well. So I'd like to start off by saying that I know not everybody thinks, yay, we can meet new people and start talking to people in English. You know, that's some people, myself included a lot of the time, are happy if we're doing some other kind of language learning exercise, like reading a book or um, doing something, watching a film, listening to a podcast, um, something that doesn't require other people and and i'm just wanting to be clear about that that i i do understand not everybody wants to do lots of social activities they can be helpful because if you're just on your own you might be improving your vocabulary but you're not actually speaking or, or listening to to real conversations so i think it is good to be with other people but if you're somebody that doesn't like big groups of people or big language exchanges there are other things you can do um for example, you can join an online book club. So if you like reading, then the way that a lot of the groups run is that you have a book for the month and everybody reads that book and then you have a discussion about it. So if you're somebody that doesn't want to have just random small talk with a load of people you don't know, then you can do something a bit more structured like this, like you read the book on your own and then you get together with the group either in person if you can find one in your target language nearby or online and then you can have a discussion about the book afterwards and so it doesn't just have to be you know trying to find somebody and trying to find something to talk about because I think for some people that's the reason why they don't want to meet up with a lot of other people because they think they'll have nothing to talk about so you know if, if that's you then there are ways it doesn't have to be a language learning group it doesn't have to be a language meetup it could be about your hobby um, in the language that you're learning and then you can just find other people you may be the only learner there that may feel a bit strange but you know if you've got things to share about your hobby then that's the most important thing and you'll find that you're learning as well while you're doing that so I am talking about other people because I think it's good to have a network of people that can help you with language learning 
but how big you want that network to be is, is your decision. You may like to develop like a, a good working relationship with two or three tandem exchanges and that's enough for you. Or you may want to join groups where there's hundreds of people and, and that might be fun for you. So really think about how people can help you, but also think about, you know, how much people contact you want and, you know, whether that's with individuals or groups of people. So <clears throat> other people can help you with, I've got 10 different things of why other people's help is a good thing when you're learning a language and I'm going to run through them quickly. So they can help you to practice what you've learned because if you're just learning a load of new words that's great but at some point you're going to need to put them into action and use them so it can help when it, when other people can help you to do that and they can give you listening practice as well because people think that getting together with others is about speaking but it's it's just as much about listening because if you're not able to understand what the other person's saying then that's not really a conversation um so it's good for you if you can practice your speaking as well as your listening skills at the same time. Um, they can answer your questions. So if they're a more advanced learner or a native speaker, they can help you by answering any questions that you have about the language or if you don't understand something. Whereas if you're just reading a book, there's, there's nobody to answer your questions there. Um, they can help you to use the language in real situations. So it's not just what you would say or what you could say, but it's it's more spontaneous because you don't have time to plan out what you're going to say beforehand, you just end up saying it. Um, they show you what language people really use because sometimes some of the language in books and on websites is very, it's kind of old <laughs> and it's not really what people say. So if, if you're talking to real people, then you'll find out what people really say. Um, you can learn about culture as well if you if you meet with people specifically you could maybe cook together or you could see a film together or you could do something together that isn't just about the language but that helps you to understand a bit more about the country and the culture where that language is spoken they can cheer you up or encourage you on a day where everything just feels too much hard work and you can't do it and you know if you've got someone around you that says yeah you can do it or you know, we, we had a really good conversation last week. Don't don't feel bad about not knowing the answer to something. Then, you know, people can help you by giving you a hand up when you're just having a, a really down day and, and not feeling very positive about language learning. They can help you to relax because if you're only practicing, say, with people at work, then that is actually quite stressful because you want to, them to see you as someone who's confident and who knows what they're doing and who's competent. But if you're just having a coffee with somebody, then there's not so much pressure on you. Um, you can find friends with similar interests. Maybe some of your local friends don't even share the interests that you that you have, but you might be able to find people who are who speak your target language that do share these interests. So it's it's a good way to, to meet new people. And if you're talking to other learners, then they can help you to find other websites or books or podcasts or groups that, that might be useful to you maybe they found something really good and they can pass that knowledge on so there are 10 ideas about why it's good not to be on your own all the time and how much time you want to spend on your own learning will depend on you on your preferences as a person some people will want to do it more you know the idea of reading a book on your own for some people would be boring but for others it's it's a really nice thing so i'm not saying that you should 
spend all of your time with other people because I would go crazy if I did that. I need some time on my own to work on things. But um, it is good to have a network of people around you that can help you. Um, and that would be my challenge to you today. Can you think of two or three people that you would like to um, communicate with more in English? Um, and, and how can you organize that? You know, how can you do that? Do you want to do it online or is it somebody nearby? Or do you want to meet some people? Do you want to look for opportunities to, to find new contacts? Um, how are you going to do that? When are you going to do that? And so rather than just saying, yeah, I'm going to do that because it's a good idea, um, make something a bit more concrete. So I'm going to do this by when and, and you know, that kind of thing. Just tell yourself so that you can um, you can be a bit more accountable rather than just having a vague idea of something that you want to do. So I hope that's been helpful. Um, other people can can be really encouraging when you're on your language learning journey, either other learners or people who are learning your language or just people who have nothing to do with anything language related. I've been in, in forums before where um, they definitely weren't language forums. They were just people talking about something I wanted to talk about and that helped me a lot. So um, think about whom you can get in touch with and, and how that will help you with your language learning journey. So I hope you have a good week. Um, have fun learning English. If you're more interested in, in business English topics, I've got the um, the Facebook group. So it's not just like a general English chat group. We do talk more about work and we talk about language as well and um, understanding words and, and language tips, but it's not just like a general chat group. But if you do need help with either English at work or preparing for work, um, then the Facebook group is linked from the show notes page. Um, just make sure that you fill in the questions so because it um, helps me to make sure that you are like real people and not bots if I get um, real answers to the questions. So there's um, simple questions like where did you hear about the group and what specific topics do you want to learn here, that kind of thing. So if you're interested, then come and join us. Have a good week and have fun learning English. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes.